Yo, what up? This is Derek. Uh, this is Derek Anchoris with the Bariatric Badass Podcast. This is the beginning. We're preparing to do uh, do a live event um, from the page, the first live event we've done in quite some time, um, about what we believe is the best, hands down, workout for bariatric patients. Please give us a minute. Um, if you would, please, your comments your likes is our oxygen please comment below tell us where you are from where you're listening to the podcast from what platform you are listening to the podcast on and stay with us for a minute just for podcast listeners only please send uh either myself yes either myself or sharice Derek peterson or sharice peterson or you can send the page a direct message um if you would like like a $10 gift certificate uh, to our web store at bariatricbadass.com. That is for podcast listeners only. Um, and it's, it's time to go. This is the first time we're going to be using our new podcast, our, our new video setup. It's been quite some time. Um, so, we also have our kids, of course. You heard that belch in the background. Let's see. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. The video would be called What is the Best Workout for Barry? Or Elibariatric Patients. And this is up for big debate. see that from. What did it say? I was just wondering what happened to the other one we were going to do. They were mostly shrinking about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so we can talk about it. This is behind the scenes for... So Sharice's knows, of course, we're recording on this Mm-hmm. podcast also was um, going to be about something else. Actually, that will be the rollout rant. So the rollout rant will be, those of you who are our podcast listeners, the rollout rant lasted about 10 minutes. We talk about uh, a variety of different things. Sometimes it's me just running my mouth about something that is annoying the hell out of me or whatever. This time we will talk about uh, pouch shrinkage. Mm-hmm. About whatever you want to call it. What is the best real bag? And you shrink your pouch. Boom. Okay. Yeah, see. Okay, set up. Okay, we are getting ready to go live on the page in the event post. If you would like to watch this on video, uh, we will be getting comments, you know, that we'll be discussing 
But we're going to talk about, first we're going to talk about, uh, well, let's go live real quick. You ready? Go. All right, here we go. Three, two. Oh, it's been a while. <clears throat> What's up? Derek and Sharice here. We are <sighs> Bariatrica. Sharice, go ahead and we'll start with your credentials. Scoot over, get closer, baby. I'm a National Academy of Sports Medicine Certified Fitness Nutritionist as well as Level 1 Precision Nutrition. And as of January 11th, I go back to start school for um, exercise science and kinesiology. Kinesiology is the science of movement. Yes. Okay. Can it be shared? Sure. This is the first time we're doing a video per se through a... Uh, through... A, an event. We're not doing it live on the page. We're doing it in the event. I think it actually is in the event. I mean, in, on the page because it's not showing up in the event itself. So give me a sec. As you come in, please share this podcast so we can be heard. Very important. This is a perspective of people who lived it. Okay? I'm a certified personal trainer through the American Sports and Fitness Association. I had RNY in 2014, September 2014. It hasn't been always good, all right? That's what you have to deal with when you're dealing with weight loss surgery. You gotta be kidding me. What? Oh. Okay. Temporary. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, we are kind of an issue. Back. Oh. Where is it? Go, one more, right there in the corner. We need to reconnect, I don't know why. Yeah. Okay, we're back, sorry about the pause. Having trouble with the connection in our house, what do you think, that's what happens when you have three kids on devices. <laughs> plus my laptop. Plus the laptop, plus my phone sitting right behind you. Uh, we are recording for the Bear Atch Badass podcast. We have a rollout rant, the rollout, rollout rant is going to be about um, can you shrink your pouch? Is it possible? Sharice will explain. Um, please, as you come in, you have any questions, we will ask him as, uh, excuse me, we will answer them as they're coming in. Um, what surgery did you have and where'd you from? Are you ready for 2021? Obviously, a lot of us have had a really, really rough year. Um, So please share this in the Barriage community, share it on your personal pages. That'd be awesome. My darling. Yes. How are you? Good. Christmas is crazy. Mm-hmm. This year's about over. So we talked, I talked earlier about um, Bariatric New Year. So we call it the Bariatric New Year because if you look at the science behind New Year's resolutions, New Year's Day, whatever, a lot of people really don't prepare. They might prepare for it, you know, by going out and spending extra money on gym memberships. Or, you know, paying for personal trainers. I'm watching. Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a little bit of a break. Uh, we have very fussy children who do not like us to be on video. They just want us to be... I don't know why. This guy usually freaks out. But we are here. Um, let's talk real quick. Oh, for, let's, let me finish the subject about the bariatric New Year. New Year. Um, so, everybody's New Year's resolutions start on usually, sometimes January 1st, sometimes they do it on January 2nd. 
So the actual science behind starting something that is, you know, a little bit difficult is there's going to be time you start something. Okay, well, it's great. You got a plan. You got to whatever. And you go along this line. And what happens? You fall off the horse. You get frustrated. Oh, you know, it's New Year's. You know, it's January. Well, if you start early, if you start 26, that gives you seven days. And then by January 2nd, you're golden. And you're ready to go. Okay, so that's what we call today the Bariatric New Year. A lot of things have changed today. Um, new programs that we've created for ourselves. Um, some great content. Fuck. Why is it doing this? Podcast listeners, we are going, we are struggling to connect. With the live With the video. Live. Huh. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Connection issues again. We got quite a few viewers right now. So we're going to keep rolling. So if you are struggling to watch this video, check podcast. We'll be launching it later tonight. Um, but please ask your questions as you're coming in. Sharice, give us some science behind pouch shrinkage. Okay. Technically, okay. You hear about people saying that they've shrank their pouches. This technically is not true. The only t There's only... One way to shrink it, and that's by is by the surgery, especially once it is completely been stretched out. It is a normal process, part of the for the stomach for your digestive system to shrink and contract. So it will enlarge and shrink. That is the contraction it does to help digest your food. You there are ways to make it seem like you shrink your stomach, though. First, first thing, one is don't overeat. That is what's going to cause you to stretch your food out. If you consistently overeat on your food, you're going. It's going to stretch, and it's not going to. Eventually, it will stay stretched out, and you won't be able to shrink it back down. Another thing is, is instead of finishing your plate, eat like three fourths of what's on your plate, and then stop. Yes, I'm going to tell you right now. You're probably going to still feel full. I mean, not full. You're still going to feel some, somewhat hungry, but what you're trying to do is you're trying to reconnect those hunger cues so you know what type of hunger cues um, you have. Like different. Trina Gill. Why is that name so? She's trying to get in. I don't know. Trina Gill. I'm just so sure. Trina, put your uh, comment below if you'd like to. Uh... All right. See how it comes. Okay, Trina. Trina Gill, comment below. And comment below if you'd like to, from Virginia. Uh, so towards the end of the podcast, we will. I'm trying to expand it up, but my computer's being. So towards the end of the podcast, we will be bringing in uh, people to um, do a little side by side. Uh, we haven't done that yet on the page. So there you go. Okay, sorry guys, I'm just trying to get into. Hold up. Thank you, we're excited to have you here. Just be patient, there you go. All right, anyway, so continue, baby. Uh, so as I was saying, those hunger cues, 
we all have hunger cues, whether we whether it's cues to when we're full, to when we're hungry, to when we're actually hungry, and it's not technically boredom. Another way to tell if you are actually hungry or not hungry so you can help prevent that overeating is because of that wait period you have to, between when you have to eat and when you actually can drink, you take some, you drink some water because you have that wait period because you can't eat, you can't eat and drink at the same time and you have to have that wait period between there. So take a sip of water. If you're actually hungry, you will still be hungry when you can eat. If you're not, that will cure it. Also, the mind. Take, distract yourself, basically. Go find something, distract yourself. Music. See, yeah, find something to do. Like he said music to distract yourself. Um, go for a walk, something. Because unfortunately, the head hunger, yes, it is a real thing. It's not yes. called fat brain. Either. No, it's it is it's head hunger. Basically, it's you when you get bored or you have nothing else to do, you get hungry. Some a lot of people will eat when they're bored. It's been. Referred to as the fat brain, I'll run. Yeah. Let me talk real quick about that and why we don't do not call it the fat brain. What does the word fat do to your head? Think about it. Fat was a word that I was called a lot when I was a kid. So when someone says you got a fat, you're thinking with your fat brain. Post traumatic stress, man. I don't want to that 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 word is. I won't say it's offensive, but you're not going to identify my thought process. With that type of word, you know, it's just I'm, you know, thinking with something that is not, you know, shouldn't be using that type of thought. And a way to avoid that type of thought eventually will happen. You've just got to continue to work on it. Um, but I don't like that concept. That fat brain, skinny brain, fat, skinny. Those two words on their own are ridiculous. You need to get those words out of your brain. You need to not let people refer to your thoughts as fat or skinny. Hmm. Some people, it, that, unfortunately with that, it varies from person to person. Um, so, it depends on how much you could eat initially when you were first, when you first had your surgery. It's anywhere between two, two to four ounces when you f first have your surgery done. Sometimes I have heard of it less. How you were? How much were you eating? What? Right out of the Ro door. Oh, right out of the door. So that's when we're going to Twenty Four Hour Fitness. In Twenty Four Hour Fitness, we have these little canisters like that big. They're like uh, they were cut like little. Your analysis, cuts. you know, when you go and you get a P test, they're like that. And so what Sharice would do is she would chop up chicken. Mm -hmm. And she put it in. She put applesauce in her, or she would take uh, cottage cheese. cheese. And I'd go to work with these canisters, these stackable little canisters about that big around, about that tall, and that, that'd be my lunch. People would come in, they'd run, you know, they'd have their opinion, whatever, you know, no big deal. So I made a post today about the amount of food that I'm eating. Um, so, and we say this from a perspective of, at some point, you're going to have to leave the comfy little nest of your surgeon, all right? It's going to happen someday. Right now, a majority of the people that of our following is, uh, you know, between that, I don't know, like three months and 24 to 30 months. So, 
after two years, or I think it's five years, was after when they, you know, scooped back at the door. My, my surgeon is a straight up asshole. So I left a little bit earlier than that when I found a great GI doc. Plus, I got a great nutritionist. So, uh, you know, eventually you're just going to have to learn to eat. And you can eat the food, the amount of food that the, these restrictive little tiny food, amounts of food, will change. And you'll either have a choice to either eat it or you can use it to, you know, for resource on your body, if you build muscle, whatever. So, let's see. So, again, when it comes to, today's post is about nutritional timing. So, again, it's like this, great example. Today, for example, I had ham and eggs. I had four eggs and about, over here, I was wondering where he was actually. I had about four eggs and about I'm gonna say I don't know, small handful of ham. Come on, Nos. Hi, Nos. come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. That was Nos. He's usually the one that I was actually wondering where he did. Anyway, I had about four eggs and a handful of ham. A handful, a handful, a handful of ham. Mm -hmm. Ate it before I went to the gym. I ate it in about I don't know 15 minutes. That type of food, that protein, is feeding your muscles. The building blocks of protein are being doing their thing when you're eating protein before you're going to work out to be able to feed those muscles. So when you're done, that's when you eat your carbohydrates. Towards the end of the day, you have those carbohydrates to replenish. <sighs> Connection issues again. For podcast listeners, we are trying to ban somebody in the feed right now. Sorry about that. Again, we're going through these connection issues. I have no idea why. So we're going to roll off that real quick um, as far as eating the amount of food that you can eat or the amount of food that you're going to be able to eat or the nutritional timing like I was talking about is different for everybody and can be really complex. So it's important that you eat. You know, if you have any questions, comment below. Comment your question below and we'll get to it as we go. Um, so, the rollout round is over. Place emails in the feed. If you'd like to receive some free stuff, place your emails in the feed right now. And at the end, we will process the free stuff. Like I said in a post earlier, um, in the event, we will be uh, giving away tons and tons of free stuff so let's talk about fitness big question an often asked question that a lot of people there's a big misconception so when you say or when you ask what is the best workout you really need to take into perspective where you exactly are in your journey first of all the science behind what happens to your body, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the science of what happens to your body 
as you're dropping dramatic amounts of weight. Think about it. If you're pre-surgery, this is what you got to look forward to. If you're post-surgery within the first, you know, six months, as that weight comes off, you're walking down the street. Whoa. You feel like you're going to fall on your ass because that's exactly what happens. What that is, is that's a weight imbalance, obviously. That weight imbalance causes muscular imbalances. So, a uh, great example. So, I don't know. Derek had surgery at about, what, about 40, about 38 39. I was about 39 years old. I had surgery. Um, still fairly, fairly young. You know, it's been almost seven years. Yeah. 20, no, 38. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's been a while. And so, through the times that I was morbidly obese, my body, my the, my, the muscles of my body were, you know, acclimated for my weight. So, when the weight comes off, it throws it off. And unless you're fixing these muscular imbalances, it's really simple to fix muscular imbalances throughout your entire body. All you have to do is do, you know, your basic movements, your basic functional exercises. So when I say functional exercises, I mean simple functional exercises like sitting down. I'm sitting on our bed right now. A functional exercise would be, say, grab like a gallon of milk, right? Or even body weight at first, do body weight at first, stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. Do that 10 times. That is fixing, that's fixing your imbalances right there in your lower back through your core and of course in your quads, your legs and stuff like that. So um, and then after you master that movement, you'll master the movement probably the first time. If it's painful, you need to continue to try and work on fixing that pain. Um, before you even start, before you start to work out, you need to talk to a doctor. You need to talk to a uh, you know your surgeon. Ask me if you're physically okay. What's that? Uh, yeah, it's been doing that off and on. Yeah, we keep on having connection issues. Uh, Fuck. Speaking of that, here we go again. Why? Losing a lot of viewers. So very important podcast listeners. Leave us a comment. <laughs> Leave us a comment below. We're back. We're back. So we're going to continue with these imbalances, try to get through and get it done because we're having connection issues right now. We're not on Wi-Fi right now. We're under uh, Sharice's phone. <sighs> Signal. So where were we? Oh, fixing, fixing muscular imbalances by doing functional fitness. You can research functional fitness on YouTube. Um, you can research even functional fitness on Facebook. You just put it in the, you know, the, um, you know, the search bar above, you know, where up there, where the search bar is. I'm sorry. I'm, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy weekend. Um, but when it comes to your functional exercises, you can even do yoga. Mm -hmm. When it comes to your functional exercises, you have to try yourself. You have to make more uh, I guess I'd put it, make your body have to work for these movements. So me standing up and sitting down right now, me standing up and sitting right now and sitting down right now, or squatting down and picking something up, eventually, well, this is a pillow, but you get the idea. You grab some weight and then you do it and you keep on doing it and you keep on doing it. You do like three sets, you know, stand up, sit down. 
stand up, sit down. Grab a gallon of milk or a kid, stand up and sit down. Do that for 10 times. It's going to kick your ass. It's going to tire you out. But what it's doing is it's slowly fixing these muscular imbalances. So if you're going to work out, whatever it is that you might be doing, because you know there's a lot of bariatric patients out there that are like, I want to be a, bo I want to be a bodybuilder. I want to be a power lifter. Um, I want to you know, be a triathlete or I want to be a runner. You must fix these imbalances. If you don't, you're going to get hurt. Me, okay? I have really, really bad hips and it's from me not doing exactly what I should be doing because I wasn't, I guess when I started out before, because I've been lifting for almost a decade now, uh, when I started out before, I really wasn't, you know, exactly knowledgeable of what the right thing to do is to prevent any type of injury and now I'm paying for it because I still feel the pain. That's why we're sitting on our bed instead of stools in the uh, office that we usually do our podcasting. So whatever it is you're going to do, as long as you're doing these functional exercises before your workouts, that's where you're going to get your greatest benefit from because you're pretty much your warm-up. You're doing a good warm-up, a good functional warm-up. But again, with that being said, it's kind of confusing as to what would be the best workout. So, you know, and again, it really doesn't have anything to do with your, you know, exactly what you believe is the best workout or what somebody might tell you what the best workout is or what um, somebody who has been started to going to the gym and so they're getting a little definition so they think they know what the best workout is. A lot of people, I know a certain somebody, an uh, old critic of mine, who said was asked in his ridiculous little group what the best workout was to build muscle or build strength. You know what he said? Squat. Squat, 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 and more squats. That could be so far from the truth and extremely, extremely dangerous to do. Why? Well, yeah, squatting is a full body workout, but what you need to take into consideration is where you're at in life. You know, do you have these muscular imbalances? Do you already have a bad back? You know, do you have uh, tendons in your knees or tendons in your back that are getting ready to snap because you're adding extra weight? So while, yes, squatting is a great full body workout, it's not the best. So now you've got to look into the perspective of, one, how old you are, two, exactly what your overall goal is, so if you were to ask somebody, just put in the comments what your overall goal is from a fitness perspective. In my opinion, I'm 46 years old. All right, I'm 46 years old. 46 years old. I can barely move as it is. I got my youngest, my daughter. What? Is my my youngest daughter six? Yes. Six. Six. <laughs> she acts like she's 12. I have or three 13. kids under the age of 15. In 10 years, in 15 years, hell, in 20 years, I want to be able to keep up with these kids. I want to be out shooting hoops with the boys or my grandsons when they come. Hopefully not until they're 40. <laughs> but you get the idea. I want to be able to move. In my opinion, as an experienced trainer, as somebody who has been in the bariatric community doing this, my number one workout for you you're probably not going to like it. A lot of people think that functional fitness is boring. It doesn't have the pizzazz, the clinging and banging and being able to lift, you know, being able to bench 135 pounds or being able to squat 200 pounds or whatever. If you are going to the gym to either put on muscle or lose fat, 
You're doing it for the wrong reason. Why? Because when people go into the gym thinking they're going to put on this ridiculous amount of muscle or they become power lifters and they go in and try to lift all this ridiculous weight, they don't take into consideration exactly what lays ahead of them if they don't do it correctly. Well, this isn't for everybody. You know, some people will, you know, some people have strong backs. Some people have natural strong joints. So it's not for everybody. But a majority of of course, bariatric patients, if you're not eating an adequate amount of food for your nutrients to take care of those joints and to take care of those muscles, what's going to happen? They're going to weaken. That's why I did a podcast earlier this morning about um, why you should be exercising after weight loss surgery. And of course, Dr. Vong says it's because you're going to stall because you're putting on muscle and you're losing fat at the same time or you're going to stall because you're putting on the same amount of muscle that you should be putting on, that you should be losing fat like this, so you're gonna stall. That is not true, my dog's trying to get in the room. Um, so your average, as a bariatric patient, for your normal bariatric patient, can you see questions? Okay. Yeah, uh, it's as for, yeah. Okay. The one so at, as a normal bariatric patient, you're gonna average anywhere between seven and 15 pounds lost every single month. For that amount of fat coming off your body versus the amount of muscle that's coming on your body, even if you're if you're training your ass off seven days a week, three hours a day, you're still not working enough to build more than a pound of muscle a month. Also, with that being said, to get that one pound of muscle, the amount of food that you need to take into your body in order in order to build that muscle, building bulky muscle is extremely difficult. Difficult building lean muscle is a different story. Okay, building bulky muscle that what a majority of our well majority of our followers about 98% female. So the bulkiness that everybody speaks of when we talk about this in our page or in the comments, so don't want to be bulky. That bulk that you that you are trying to get, you need a hell of a lot of food and a hell of a lot of training and years of experience. And this is assuming you're not getting hurt. So again, with that being said, if you're my client. Or if you wanted to know what the best thing to do as far as your exercise, I thought, was, I thought we were going out of connection again. Your best exercise is functional fitness and cardiovascular exercises. That's it. That is my opinion. If I was going to be your coach or your trainer, I would say so-and-so, especially right now, you have the coronavirus, okay? Coronavirus is going crazy, and because I said that in our live feed, we're probably going to get tagged. Yeah, coronavirus helped them. They put a link on this video. But if they do or if they don't, it doesn't matter. Strong lungs, strong heart. Nobody talks about that. Dr. Vaughn, you do content almost every single day about how bad it's going to get. I don't care how bad it's going to get. I survived 2020. I'm ready for anything. If the aliens land in our backyard, I won't be surprised. Okay, if we have another wave of a different type of coronavirus, I will not be surprised. So I'm not going to get any more scared than I've already been in 2020. But with that being said, why is nobody talking about how important it is to get your heart rate up? How important it is to breathe. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about how important your lung health is, how important your brain, heart, and overall you know cardiovascular health is so that's what we're here to do okay and it's gonna be free 
Okay, there's no link you got to go to to get your, you know, to get your your information that you're going to need. All right, so you got to remember that. We appreciate everybody's help and everybody's uh, support through these trying times through the last 2020. But very from my heart through the screen to you, 2021 is going to be hell. It's going to be hard, but you're going to love it because you're going to bring change to your body. You're going to bring change to the people around you. If you want a good exercise program, just start. That's all you have to do. Okay, a lot of people are put way too much stress or thought into planning. They don't think they know how to plan. They don't think they know how to put a workout together. But what they're not doing is not starting. Everybody starts. Everybody starts out. Say hi. Look. <laughs> He's not enthused. Everybody, not enthused. or she starts to not Everybody starts out somewhere. Everybody goes to the gyms and watches people work out. Everybody gets on Instagram, YouTube, looks for the best workout. Okay? It's not going to be something you're going to learn right away. If you find a great coach, <clears throat> you still have to start somewhere. You have to remember that. The best thing you can do is start. It's not something that's going to end. You know, I'm going to work out through 2021. I'm going to be good to go. This cat's going to scratch the hug if I don't put her down. But it's going to happen. All right? You just got to start. Okay, we're going to bring on... Uh, Person waiting to get in. If you guys have any questions, shoot them below. There's two. Let's see. Two. Red two. Oh, I can't see. There we go. Oh, to answer Gina's question, yes, this will be on. You will be able to replay it. And it also, it's also going to be on a podcast. That's yeah, it's also. Out. As I say that, it goes out again. Yeah, so again, <laughs> we are struggling with uh, connections through live video. Um. Crazy. Silly, silly connection. There's still people. I can see. I want to make it sound like I'm taking bong hits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm drinking from a bottle of water. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> I'm not 20 anymore, so forget it. <clears throat> this might be the longest it's been down. Yeah. You know, people are listening to podcasts. One thing you got to remember when it comes to Facebook's going through something right now that is like problematic. You know, as a creator, as a, a creator of a large group and a creator of, a, you know, a decent, we're almost up to 11,000 followers now. We're back. Oh, never mind. I was <laughs> just coming in saying we're having some difficulties on my phone. Okay, we're going to get the people waiting to get into the, to the video right now. But back to what I was saying, yes, it will be on a replay. Yeah, and also be on the podcast, which will be posted later tonight. Hold on. Um, Facebook's wacky. For anybody like who uses Facebook a lot, or if you are going in, maybe it's my phone. Okay, pretty much I'm struggling with seeing notifications, so a lot of... We get a lot of comments like, I've been trying to get a hold of you, blah, 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 but no, it's my notifications are... His so. notifications are completely blank. So, okay, let's get him in. 
not there anymore. Hmm. All right. Well, we don't know who the guests are, so. All right. So again, uh, if you're going to come into the feed, I want to make sure you comment below first. So anyway, we're gonna end this. Um, do you have anything else you want to add as far as exercise? You know, I, I think when it comes down to being a power lifter, I have a lot of power lifter friends that are bariatric. I have friends that are, you know, clients who are, you know, athletes, bariatric athletes is what we call ourselves, which is true. You're an athlete. Okay. You got to fix those imbalances because if you don't fix those imbalances, Great example, the amount of exercise or the amount of work I put into my workouts right now, if I don't do a good, slow, you know, 15, 20 minute work, warm up, functional exercise warm up, 10 years from now, when Sky or when my son Derek is 25 years old and he's popping out grandchildren, or I need my wife who is 10 years younger than me to take me into the bathroom and help me get up off the toilet because I'm in so much pain. That's what's going to happen to you if you do not take care of one, take care of your body, get nutrients in your body for to make sure your muscles are maintained, that you have good joints, that you have good bone health. You're going to get hurt. And that's just how the science is. Went. Also, make sure you have a good array of... Oops. Depending on what your doctor says, make sure you get doctor's approval on this. But supplementing for joint health also will help your fish oils. Um, you already take calcium, but make sure you're getting enough calcium because sometimes you don't absorb all the calcium that when you take it. Yeah, so the only thing you can do is get on a treadmill that's work that's starting you know what i'm gonna give you an example so when i left i've been married three times all right second time i left my the when it when, the dog at the door when i left my uh second wife i was living with my dad it was about about 330 pounds you know it was a good size all I could do was curl and treadmill. And on the treadmill, I could only go like three minutes at a time and I'd have to take a break. Okay, that's just how it is. You've got to start somewhere. And starting is more important than planning. Okay, start. Get up, walk, exercise. Find somebody who knows what they're doing. Find somebody who you trust. Send them a DM for hell's sakes. Don't dump hundreds of dollars into personal trainers, with the exception of, yes, some people do need that one-on-one -on -one hands-on stuff, then hire a personal trainer by all means, okay? If not, a lot of people are training from home. A lot of people are don't have the money for a trainer. So you just gotta be able to do the research. We're gonna end this because my dog's whining his ass off. Guess what's on the podcast in about 30 minutes, all right? Love you guys very much. Thank you for being part of this. We will do this once a week. Saturdays at 6 p.m. Um, Sharice, if you don't have anything else to say, we love you, you guys. Saturday night, I think we're going to watch, uh, finally watch um, A Christmas Story. Okay, <laughs> podcast listeners, thank you for listening all the way to the end. That is a wrap.
um, little behind the scenes of behind the scenes look at hold up plug it in uh, behind the scenes yeah we're gonna have to wait so sorry I'm grab my phone a little behind the scenes of what happens for you know when we're preparing and whatever so that's what I love about podcasts oh shit I almost fell on my ass you see that yes I do <laughs> yeah I almost trip over the actual um, ring light we have a ring light. It's the first time we use a ring light, actually. It's not as bad as I thought it'd be. Um, anyway, so a little behind the scenes look. I love the podcast because you can just throw it in your headphones and go work out. You can throw it in your headphones and listen on the way to work or listen at work. Thank you guys very much. Please comment below. Give us a like. Uh, follow us right now. We're not on Spotify. We're going to get this episode on Spotify and start uploading uh, our content to Spotify. Spotify. It's a pain in the ass for creators. If you've listened this far, we have a surprise for mid-January. We're going to try to hit it by mid-January. We're going to be opening up a, um, a Patron. So Patron.com. How do you spell that? P-R-P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Something like that. So we're going to be opening up a Patron because of how wacky... Facebook. So when we started Bariatric Premium, so Bariatric Premium is the, is the group where we coach a lot of our clients. Um, we also do it in personal messages as well. But uh, when we started out that group, we put a lot of work into it. A lot of videos were put into it. A lot of great um, fitness, nutritional content were put into that group. At some point, Facebook screwed up the function of groups. And so a lot of our content, while it was still in the group, it was hard to find. So we thought, okay, well, we'll just restart the group. We'll redo the group. We'll rebrand the group. Make it a challenge group. That didn't hit off too well. Uh, so we went back to Barrett's Caprini, you know, start roots. Roots is important. You go back to your root. If you're struggling, if you fell, start from square one. Okay? That's my best advice I can give you from getting up after getting hit. Next thing you know, again, Facebook is having problems. We're having growth issues. Um, we're having problems with, uh, you know, notifications, insights, all that shit. So we're going to be moving into Patron. It's going to be great. Very simple. Five dollars to get into the group. Um, we're still working out the bugs of how we want to run the Patron, but what it's going to likely be, be just like Bariatric Premium. If you're a Bariatric Premium member right now, comment below. Uh, how long you've been a bariatric premium, but it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be five dollars again. Get into the Patron to have access to our wall in the Patron. You're also going to have an option to uh, have just full 100% um, open access to Sharice and myself as your coaches. There's going to be a $30 tier for that. Um, of course, there's a lot of extensive coaching that can be done in a one-on-one -on -one session. And these multiple one-on-one -on -one sessions will be unlimited through the month for that $30 tier. Then you're also going to have your $15 tier, which is also going to include uh, my very unique accountability group, which means the phone that I'm talking to right now, the phone that I'm recording the podcast on right now, you will have access to send me texts. I'll send you a text every morning being like, hey, what well, you know, what what's your what's your plan today? Are you motivated today? 
What's it going to be? Every single morning you get that from me, all right? Love you guys very much. We're going to celebrate the first day of the bariatric new year. I'm overstimulated. I got to put my dog out because you got to pee. Love you. Cheers. Say bye-bye. Bye.